לומוס. guys, this is Fleur. Welcome back to part two of our special episode with Arna and Christine. With no further ado, we will jump right back into the summary of the Chamber of Secrets, Chapter 10, The Rogue Bludger. Summary, Chapter 10, The Rogue Bludger. The trio has come up with a plan to find out if Malfoy is the heir of Slytherin and responsible for the attack. First, they convince Lockhart, who has turned Defense Against the Dark Arts into acting classes, to sign a note that allows them to get an advanced potions book from the library's restricted section. The three then hide in Myrtle's bathroom to look up ingredients for Polyjo's potion, a drink that can turn them into Draco's friends so they can casually interrogate him. It turns out to be an immensely difficult task, involving lots of stealing and rule breaking. The three are willing to risk it in the hopes to save Hogwarts Muggle-born students. Harry has other things on his mind though. He's getting ready for the first Quidditch match of the season, Gryffindor against Slytherin. The Gryffindor team is discouraged because every single Slytherin player will be flying the best and fastest broom model on the market, a Nimbus 2001. But after Oliver Wood's fiery pre-game speech, the team in Scarlet takes off ready to put up a fight. One of the two bludgers seems extremely fixed on Harry and Fred and George can't get it under control and it keeps coming back to Harry trying to break his neck. They have to pull all their efforts into protecting their seeker. During a timeout, Harry complains he cannot catch the snitch with everyone so close to him and asks them to trust him and stop protecting him. It is a huge risk and the rogue bludger manages to break Harry's arm. But Harry performs an incredible stunt catching the snitch right in front of Malfoy's face, flying free-handed only with his legs clutched to the broom. The game ends. Gryffindor wins, and Harry rolls off his broomstick. Gilderoy Lockhart is one of the first teachers to arrive, where Harry has landed and promises he can mend his bones in no time. Under Harry's protest, Lockhart performs a spell which makes Harry's bones in his right arm disappear. The hero of the Gryffindor's team now has to spend the night at the hospital wing, painfully growing back his bones, whereas Madame Pomfrey could have fixed broken bones in seconds. Hermione, however, still defends her crush and assures Ron and Harry that anyone could have made that mistake. The entire Gryffindor team comes to visit Harry and celebrate their victory, but Madame Pomfrey soon hushes them all out, ordering Harry to rest. In the middle of the night, Harry gets another unexpected visitor. Dobby the house elf has come to warn Harry Potter once again to leave Hogwarts. The elf also admits that it was his bludger and his enchantment that shut the barrier to platform nine and three quarters to make sure Harry is safe. Dobby promises that he only has Harry's best interest in mind. When he hears footsteps, the little creature vanishes into thin air. Harry is wide awake but pretends to be asleep. Through his squinted eyes, he witnesses another victim being carried in and heaved onto the bed by the teachers. Colin Creevy has been petrified and Dumbledore confirms the Chamber of Secrets has been opened, and the important question is not who, but how. I got it. I just want to start off with... That was four chapters ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know who to freaking trust in this book. You know, is it is Dobby up to no good? Is, is there some chamber being open? Lockhart, you know, is he a bad guy? What's going on with him? 
it's just crazy. And the best part is I'm thinking about, and people are going to hate me for this, but I'm thinking about taking away some real practical teaching strategies from Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> In the beginning of this, I, I let me, hold on. I pulled up the, uh, I, I pulled up the PDF here. He's just like, so, so this is what, I mean, the very beginning here, he's just like, nice and loud, Harry. Exactly. And then if you believe it, I pounced like this, slammed him to the floor. I mean, he's like going through the stuff that he did. I, he's, I mean, he's acting out all of this stuff. And he's like, I'm just imagining what if I picked one of my students and I said, you know, I know. All right, you know, all right, all right, all right, Tim, 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 come on up here. And, you know, you're going to act out some crazy story from, yeah, from his, from his, for, actually from history, that would be, I now that, that's actually not a bad idea. Got right? Yeah. I mean, so technically Lockhart's on to a pretty good teaching uh, idea here. Um, because he really thinks he is teaching actual yeah. historic. These are important major events mm -hmm. in the wizarding world that these kids need to know about because these are those pivotal or I don't know, just monumental moments. And he just thinks they're awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I just have such a good image of him up there yeah. with Harry coming out, you know, like in the film, they have the, his office, like the staircase or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. right, where, yes. Where, where you come down, and I could just see maybe Harry's dressed up with some cloak, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like coming down the stairs, and all the kids are like, "Is this really happening?" Like, well, yeah, I think the crazy. one or two times in like German class, I think tenth grade or something like that, we had to act out a scene from a book. We had like five volunteers picked out of a class of twenty-five or something, and then we were reading out the. The lines, at least. We had to do yeah, a video characters. Once. We had to make a video once for a project. Oh, yeah. I believe it was The Crucible, which was really interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> and like, I think 10th grade or no, 11th grade. Yeah, that was interesting. You had to act that out. Could you imagine acting Just a scene? Like a, one particular yeah. scene or the whole story? It was like each group got assigned a scene or an a act scene. or something. Okay. So, yeah. Well, but we had to do um, it like it was homework. We couldn't. I do it. wouldn't well, trust my high schoolers with that whatsoever because they would be <laughs> out there acting all sorts of mischief. <laughs> like, it was I mean, interesting. <laughs> I think I remember it being very embarrassing. Yeah, it wasn't because yeah. oh, yeah. I didn't have I didn't have friends in my class. So it was like I had to go over to some person's house that I didn't know very well, and like it was awkward. And yeah. I, yeah, I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I, I get I get what the teacher was thinking that it, like it would have been a fun project, but it wasn't right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's cool. I I was gonna ask you guys. Do you guys uh, think you would have enjoyed Lockhart's lessons? Like, you know, if you're not Harry, but you're just like a, you know, you could just. I would have loved to watch him act that out. <laughs> I'd been like, what is yeah going on? I think as a student, yes, because we had like, I mean, nothing like that, but we had <laughs> teachers who would, or I, I had teachers who would. Uh, just let the class do whatever they wanted, basically, yeah. sort of, yeah. and try to teach a little later than uh, this would have been like sixth grade, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, still. Wow. The, the chill teacher who uh, does some, who shows a movie in front, um, yeah, every class or something. Right. It's sort of it. I don't think I would have liked it as a student. I, I think I would have seen through Lockhart as a teacher and been like, this guy does not yeah. know what he's doing. Oh, I might have, would have probably too, but I wouldn't have cared as a 12-year-old. Right. It depended on the age. If I was yeah. like yeah. 16, I would have probably been fine with it. But if I was like nine, I would have been like, no, we need to be learning now. I, as I said, I was reminding you. Good point. <laughs> and depends what the subject would 
have been. If it was something yeah. I would have been yeah. into, yeah. like yeah. right. If you want to know more about it, yeah, physics or something. And he keeps mm-hmm. talking up in the front there about, uh, I don't know, acting out dancing electrons or something. Then I would have been yeah. like, dude, come <laughs> and on, that every do time, it. yeah, <laughs> right. As right. a yeah. teacher, though, as another teacher, I think I would have found Lockhart hilarious. Like I would have, I would yeah, have observed <laughs> one of his classes as a teacher. Like that would be funny, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like you said, um, it would be just that one, you know, everyone had those lessons where it was like, you knew you come in and it's more chill. You don't have to like be on guard. They don't really gonna, you know, quiz you right now. You're just gonna come in. You can, you might even be able to do some homework for other classes or just, you know, chat with your friends a little bit. And I think students like that. I mean, (laughs) obviously students like that, but like you said, when you're like in middle school age, um, that's a good age where that really works well. And they're second graders, but they're 12, so they're yeah. technically be six or something, sixth grade, yeah, something. right. But so they would they probably loved it. Um, but <laughs> I think I was trying to remember who sent us the question about the fifth grade. Um, someone sent us a question, um, what are the fifth graders, sixth graders, and seventh graders doing in defense against the dark arts when they have like their oh. newts and stuff, like yeah. their exams? <laughs> what are they? They were doing? probably like. How are we going to pass we gonna this exam? Yeah. yeah. Do, we, do we need to memorize? Uh, no, because uh, yes, are, are they also new standardized? Yeah, it is. Yes, yeah. they, I think they are. They had like, yeah, they had like uh, teachers, or not teachers, yeah, but teachers like, from supervisors. Okay, so yeah, school come board in. thing, basically. Right, yes. So they definitely had yeah. to have the skills. So I don't know if they had like, at the end of the year, you know, right before the, they had their exams, they had someone come in, give a crash course real quick and say, hey, <laughs> if you want to pass this exam, do this real quick. And I mean, sorry the smart probably hard. have caught on and uh, gotten that from uh, their, who was the Ravenclaw from, head of house anyway? Flitwick? Uh, Flitwick, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Professor they, they probably could have yeah. gotten like a list from him or something, the Ravenclaw yeah. or something. I know. Okay, I what mean, do we, What what's the curriculum? What do we need to know here? Yeah. Was um, Ravenclaw, yeah. Yes, he unfortunately he was. I mean, not <laughs> unfortunately. unfortunately. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, but um, he was clever in his own terms, yeah. I guess. Like, like, yeah, he he kind of embodies knowledge as power, kind of in in that yeah. he takes the knowledge from the people he scams out Whoa. of the stories. I like that, and he also, like you said, he also he knows all those stories, like every yeah. like everything he knows in the books, and we. I was going to like ask you later, but I'm just going to ask you guys now, you know, when he later, um, when he just goes to Harry and he's like, I can mend your bones in no time. Or even before that, Hey, if you need a Quidditch practice lesson, I I'm glad to help, you know, the less talented or whatever. Um, but we came to the conclusion that maybe Lockhart probably like convinced himself that he actually can do all these things since he keeps offering his help. And even though he would, you know, right. obviously fail and people would, would see his failure. Yeah. Like, what do you guys think? What's going on in his it head? Actually, it actually makes a lot of sense that he's a little bit delusional in a way. Yeah. He's still yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm trying to remember because um, at the end of the book, I remember in the movies, he definitely says, says, ha ha, I actually do this. Yeah. And I know that I'm actually not 
this great wizard. I don't know if he, he did, reveals that in the same way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll not, but I don't remember. I don't remember now. I know. Get to it. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get to it. And, um, but yeah, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because he just, it, it, it's just yeah. mind blowing to me that he keeps offering his help to everyone. Yeah, I think so he's like, a little bit delusional. I think he he believes that in, on some level that he can actually do all yeah. this all this stuff. Yeah, a right. couple chapters ago with the writing on the wall and the petrified Mrs. Norris, he he was saying like, if I had been there, I would have known. I know the the precise counter curse for petrification. Right, basilisks there, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, what, what, what would saying have that happened? after the fact yeah. is fine. That that's just something you expect from him. But right in the moment, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he probably yeah. is somewhat delusional. Yeah, because what if, what would have happened if they handed him Mrs. Norris and said, "Here you go, okay, show us." Well, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I can yeah. help brew the potion. Right. <laughs> to but. which Snape then goes like, Ahem, "I'm the potions yeah. master, you." Yeah. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. Yeah, I mean Snape is probably like uh, highly Snape annoyed. Can't by him. stand the guy. Yeah. <laughs> but um. And he's not afraid to say it. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Or so, light. sorry. Sorry, Anna. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's probably what the other teachers are thinking. Okay, fine. I'll tolerate this idiot, but. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yes. Even the like, even the students are older students. I don't know. Some some might be like Hermione. Some might be like totally. I don't blinded by the fact he he must have written all these books. Like it's probably just a little mistake he made here. And a lot of a lot of them are like, no, 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 no. We don't need your help. So it's it only happens here and there, with the you know revelation of his lack of his skills. Um, but yeah, so, but this, in this chapter, we see like a huge, you know, mistake mm-hmm. he makes. Um, yeah. And makes me wonder actually, if it's just like a single person or a few and he fails to spell, would he then just like obliviate them and make him forget that he ever offered? Oh my goodness. He couldn't That's do that with an entire uh, Quidditch stadium with the whole school in the ranks. But... <laughs> Almost like men in black. Yeah. Right. Wow. <laughs> Maybe he does point. do that more often than we realize, you know? Right. Maybe he does, yeah. Yeah. At, at the school, he doesn't have an opportunity to because there are always too many people around. It's almost right. like a credibility and thing. If somebody sees him do something kind of like, ah, that he messed up, he's like, ah, I just forget I did, yeah. you know? Sorry so, about that. Yeah. With, the, with the bones, he just goes like, oh, yeah, that can happen occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't Very hurt anymore, right? Right, right. Yeah, just play it down. Yep. Um, so before we get into the Quidditch match, we see Ron, Harry, Hermione, um, they get the Apologist or the uh, Potent Potions book out of the restricted Most section. The potions. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love reading and, that black kind of German. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, there's like really extreme, interesting potions in there that they don't even want to look at. Um, mm-hmm. But they find out the ingredients are really hard to get. And it probably takes a month or so to brew it. Um, but is there any th- anyone you could think of you would like to turn into? Um, you know, like, you know, just to be, I don't know, just to do something you've never been able to do before. Like, go somewhere in the teacher's lounge and say, like, hey, I'm, you know. Oh, like, you mean, like, I'm like, Professor Snape. Or Professor... Up? Like, you mean, 
<laughs> you I don't become know. somebody else. I'm and... Professor Sprout, and I can go to the teacher's lounge and just hear. Are you talking about in doing... the real world or like in Harry Potter? Uh well, if you have a good cool example. In the, of the real, real world, world, I would figure out whoever has the top access to go in and see what's going on at Area 51. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, Lucasville, but yeah. Oh, well, okay, okay, yeah, dang it. I guess maybe if I, yeah, Dave Filoni, and I could just go in there and pretend like I was on the set of Ahsoka. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Yeah. But, yeah, just to impersonate somebody and sort of, uh, you know, yeah, slip in there and see what's going on and then say, okay, all is well. I saw it. Now I can yeah. drift back to my normal life. So. Just change into Arna next time I need something off of a high shelf. Oh, oh I, I was thinking something similar actually. Just like switch for a That'd day or for a couple hours and just like, learn what the other uh, yeah. perspective is like. Yeah. Damn it, why am I so short? See if you can fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be actually fun. Yes, I agree. I would love to do that. Yeah, just to see, you know, yourself or you know, be in the same, you know, state like I don't know, just or even just to, to, you could literally be in each other's shoes. Yeah. yeah. Like Lottie yeah. could come into my class and see what it's like to be, you know, Mr. Kirk. Oh my God. See how the students, you know, interact. What you have to do, or like, you know, what you hey, have to Mr. deal Kirk, with every what's day. happening on Star Wars? Uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden you, yeah, she blanks and they're like, uh, what happened? Like, something's wrong with Mr. Kirk today. He's. Uh, let's use yeah. the code phrase, hello there. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I just... I had a thought. Um, what do you guys think? I know I'm asking tons of questions because this chapter is there's not a lot of like Easter eggs to explore or oh they said this and this we see later and the it's it's more like um what you know look behind the we, we see polyjuice poly potion for the first time. And I was wondering when you change into their you know their body, your body changes into their bodies how far does that go like they still have their own thoughts so right. your brain stays the same now this is getting really like scientific oh, biological boy. but say your brain is a lot bigger and you get a smaller head like or you know <laughs> does your brain change to a certain extent is it your brain <laughs> or do you you is it your mind you're that's using the their question. brain but you have your mind whoa, so like whoa. if that's if, if ron was in her, it was changed into hermione would he be able to like would it be remember smarter? what he read <laughs> i know that's that's i think is highly interesting and there's some people i would like to change into to get their knowledge if i had their knowledge yeah. you know that'd be but i don't know if you could take it back to your own when when it changes uh, back if it would be yeah so if you think gone. about it scientifically mm -hmm. what you're taking <laughs> to um mix the potion is some usually something dead like a hair or a fingernail or something so basically what you're getting is dna yeah. not uh, gathered experience so True. at best you're getting their brain structure but not, right. well, that's what not how the brain works. yeah not the yeah knowledge. yeah there you go Otherwise, that works. they could have very easily just turned into Malfoy and known what he knew. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. True. True. But there yeah. we go. You definitely, um, you definitely get get the all the outward stuff, and it affects eyes because mm -hmm. eyes are outward, I guess. So yeah, it, it yeah. fixes Harry's nearsightedness yeah. temporarily, but. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, even the science sometimes they have problems really distinguishing what's brain cells what's 
the mind, the soul, you know, our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, because exactly. some things are definitely like you can see brain neural activity. And mm -hmm. if those neurons are trained, but in crabbing goil, they're not. You're on a different so brain, how... yeah. Okay. How would this that is like. <laughs> how would that work? Yes. Yeah, but, but hmm. because I don't know. Some. Would your Maybe thinking I... suddenly be slower <laughs> if you're in a dumb person's brain? I know, <laughs> right? My body, would you be able to like pronounce a German R, right? Because my muscles don't work like That's that. Like, that would be question. interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what the hell yeah. is going on? <laughs> uh, that's a, I mean, pretty. You can go pretty far with this, but I listened, once I listened to a podcast, they were taking apart the um, pig, the desk pig. Like when Professor McGonagall oh, transforming the desk into a pig yeah. and back. And, yeah. and, and what kind of pig is it? Is it alive? Does it have, you know, can you then take mm. that pig and they said, you know, make bacon out of it and would it actually be bacon and give you energy? But it's made out of a desk. And then someone came in, <laughs> they had another guest on, and they were mentioning that example again because people were talking about it for months. Uh, months. And the guest was like, you cannot. This is magic. You cannot apply our understanding of science yeah. to magic, was, but uh, it's hard. Well, yeah, that was yeah, another podcast yeah. that I was listening to or talking about in the, and now I'm getting way off track, in the, in the Goblet of Fire, um, when Cedric turned the rock into a dog or something in the task to distract mm -hmm. the... Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, they're like, and then the okay. dog, I guess, got, was it the dragon? I, this was a while ago that I read this. The, yeah. the dog got, like, killed by the dragon or something? They're like, was that a real dog or was that a rock? Like, right. What? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Difficult like, was question. That, was, was that cruelty to animals or was it never a dog right. in the first place? Yeah. I mean, is the whole dragon task cruelty to animals? Well, but... <laughs> yeah. Because well, you're kind of, you're chaining them up and you, you, yeah. you act like you stole their egg, mm -hmm. their, you yeah. know, baby. So, <laughs> yeah, basically a rodeo. So, whatever yep. you feel about yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this was fun, though, to explore uh, oh, yeah. this topic. I, yeah. I, don't know. I have a, at least one yeah, more magical, note that goes in the modern physics. direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's later. Okay. Um, unless we want to stay on topic. But... <laughs> wow. Um, no. I mean, staying on topic, topic is not. Necessarily... I mean, what, what do you define as a topic would be the question. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, on the subject of magic uh, meshing with modern technology, mm -hmm. we have the when when they carry Colin in and they open up his camera and see the melted film. I I mean he he has a Muggle camera, so I wonder what hap would happen if you have like a cell phone with a camera, and you look mm -hmm. at the basilisk through your cell phone camera. What would it fry? The batteries? Or would the picture just yeah. come out as nothing? Just would like it fry that? the phone's mm -hmm. memory, the phone entirely? Wow. Yeah, the internals. Maybe. Yeah. This is like the the basilisk stares the thing that petrifies things. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't know how to petrify something that's not alive, obviously, but it does something mm -hmm. to the film. It's like melts right. it into sludge. I feel all like muggle like electronics and stuff act all funky around Hogwarts. True. Like Hogwarts messes mm -hmm. stuff up anyway, so I don't yeah. even know how far the phone would get. So maybe. But I want. And I wonder if the basilisk actively has to do something, or it's just the magical effect of its it eyes, it's and it's just the lens that would fry mm -hmm. something internally in the, yeah. you know, I don't know, battery or 
memory card or yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean <coughs> what would it see yeah Bessel's cast to make eye contact with the victim to un- to even have an effect because he, he can't mean, just like look at somebody's <laughs> back and petrify him right so it's like a, how a lucky or something yeah how lucky did they get i mean dumbledore let's be let's let's talk about dumbledore for a second like he's pretty i mean what if one of these kids hadn't seen this basilisk through a reflection right okay mm-hmm. they're shutting hogwarts down <laughs> yeah all right so I mean, they dumbledore lucked out he needs to get on it they and should also, was the basilisk yeah. on the way to kill harry Oh, yeah, maybe. Because Colin was encounter? on the way. Right. Colin was on the way. Or was he actually waiting what? for Colin? Yeah. Because he's, you know, looking out for muggle Muggleborns. Right. And Harry isn't Muggleborn, but. Right. No, technically not. No, yeah. But, hmm. oh, good question. Maybe, yeah, because he was so close to him. But yeah. at the same time, then he had so many chances, really, to. Because Harry was often very close to just, it. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's bad. Mm. Or could the Vasilis like sense that Harry can speak Parcel and mm. uh, try to find out more? Yeah, I wonder if it could like kind of yeah. sense that you know the scents are really good as we mm-hmm. see. At least that looks like it looks like it in the movie. Um, and maybe it could feel someone was following it. Someone yeah, could, could hear could it, whereas no one yeah. else ever heard it before. And yeah, yeah, Who is yeah. good question. That? Hmm. Maybe he was on the way to Harry, though. Um, real quick, on the game aspect, uh, que- again, a question for you guys. As a team captain, how would you have decided? So Wood Ooh, says um, he, you know, kind of agrees no, with Harry. There's this awful bludger, and it's it seems like it's super dangerous and might even break Harry's neck. And none of the teachers are, like, concerned at all. So Madam Hooch's like, oh, how, why are you guys taking so long? Hurry up with your, right. you know, uh, with your timeout. And Harry's like, twins, I got it. You know, I know what I'm doing. Just leave me alone. I'm going to catch this snitch. And the twins are, everyone is like, uh, you can't, like, this thing is going to break your neck. And Oliver Wood, he's the team captain. He makes a decision what to do. Now, what would you have done in his from his Yeah, I can't figure out why they didn't tell Madam Hooch. Because right. Harry said something that I thought was really stupid that was um that was like, Well, if we if we, if we cancel now, if we, we stop the game, then we have match. to forfeit the game. It's like, well, no, like you don't necessarily have to stop. Like, just tell the referee, like, look, right. this ball is clearly attacking me, or yeah. this ball is clearly attacking my seeker. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't. I mean, I also don't know why Madame Hooch didn't notice that if she's supposed to be the referee, right? And yeah, <laughs> a lot of that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me as far as that goes. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of ranting about that last night. It's like I don't right. understand any of this. <laughs> right. I. I mean. Before I'm gonna give my answer, um, Bill, what would you have done? Uh, yeah, I think it is. So it's sort of like the fact none of the. I mean, I always go to that, which is like none of the adults are saying like mm-hmm. something. Who's not noticing something going on here? Right. Um, when his broom was jinxed in the first first book, yeah. it's like people. I mean, like it takes Hermione to notice it. Come mm-hmm. on, you know. Yeah. So, 
I don't know though. I mean, the, the lines. I, all I can say is that it's pretty hilarious when they're basically George is like angry at Wood, and he's just like um, quotes him saying, "Get the snitch or die trying." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because like, what a stupid thing to say. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. As a kid reading it, you're just kind of like, it's kind of funny. Like yeah. I don't know. As so, like someone that just read that's like currently reading the seventh book, concurrently reading that, I saw that as like a really weird like. I don't, I was taking it too deep, but I was, I was reading it a little bit like, so like Wood is like equaling Dumbledore basically saying, get the, get the Horcruxes or die trying. And oh. I thought it was interesting that, that George was like, well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I saw that parallel that like Harry that is know, deep. seeking the Horcruxes versus seeking the snitch. Mm. Wow. Know. That's yeah. cool. It's interesting. Because I've I mean, heard people talk about Quidditch as like a metaphor and he's the seeker and everyone else is like the bludgers or the, the beaters trying to keep the Death Eaters from uh, oh, attacking while Harry's. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but that's interesting. I just got many chills, actually. That's kind of cool. Like as you put it together yeah. and you start to think um, about yeah, what, what, it, what it means. Yeah. Well, interesting, though. I mean, this is a little far-fetched, but because in Quidditch, technically there's two games going on at the same time, right? And at the end, we have also like two games, uh, Hallows yeah. or um, Horcruxes. Horcruxes. And like they, mm-hmm. they're, but then one of them will end all of it. And then the other one's kind of like doing it. So you, have, you everyone has something to watch almost. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, that is a cool connection. I never made that connection before. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be, a, there had to be a better way for them to handle this whole freaking game, though. I'm yeah, not... I had like, hey, why don't you like ask Madam Hooch? Can you like examine the Hooch? Pleasure? What is uh, she doing? She's what not, is she... I mean, you know. Hey, maybe she had a rough night. Maybe she was, you know, they had a, like a teacher, <laughs> maybe they had a teacher's party and she was just a party. little, they're all a little buzzed and they're sort of like, ah. That's... Everyone else was the same and, and they, no one really noticed. That's why. So yeah. there we have it, our explanation. <laughs> The teachers party too much at Hogwarts, right. <laughs> clearly. I mean, clearly Hagrid's drinking at that front table like most of the time. So, <laughs> I would also imagine the referee doesn't have to watch the seekers as much because they're usually outside of the rest of the game. Yeah. And you get a little yeah. um, into the, in the habit of watching the Correct. chasers and the yeah. I wonder the how beaters. well how well they can even see the seeker from the stands because right. he could be pretty high up. I don't know. The, the referee's on a broomstick too, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, th- I think yeah. she's also flying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. In the book, she is. In some movies, it looks like she's just tossing the ball, but she is, mm. she's supposed it to be. It has a broom, yeah. Mm. yeah. So you'll probably be watching mostly, yeah, the, the chases are going to tackle each other in midair, probably. Right. To get the balls, the, the quaffle. <laughs> Ooh, uh, what position would you like to play? Hmm. Or do you think, you know, you would be good at? I think I would probably go for goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. That was... Whenever we played soccer in school, in the schoolyard, I would be either goalkeeper or defender. Because I could yeah. never figure out dribbling. The, the tall people, oh. uh, yeah, they mm-hmm. defend. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think I'm a Quidditch player. I, I'll be a commentator or something. I, I Yay, remember when I was cool. I was a, a swimmer in, in high school and we used to play oh, water nice. polo on Fridays. 
and I hated it. Like I would, oh. I would purposely get as far away from the ball as possible because yeah. whoever had the ball got like tackled and held underwater by the seniors, which was oh my enjoyable God. to me. So. Oh yeah, that's yeah, scary. That sounds terrifying. Ball sports are not my thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they're not, you know, in the water, they're really cool actually. <laughs> but, <laughs> or in the air, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, well, the air is similar issues. Because you now, can, yeah, you can fall in yeah. soccer or anything. On second thought, I would probably not play at all because I have a terrible fear of heights. Oh, there you go. See, I'm, oh. I'm good with heights. So I don't, yeah. but I don't yeah, think no, I would um, be good at seeker because I, I think I would get distracted. Um, I'm out on the heights oh, too. So a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like the commentator idea. I think that would be fun. I'd, I'd be uh, like a Luna Luna commentator. <laughs> I was gonna say, have you seen the Luna uh, TikTok or or Instagram reel? Where no, she, I don't think so. No, but I've read okay. the book. <laughs> Um. Yeah, someone does the lunar Luna interpretation of mm. the commentator, like her scene with the commentator as a commentator. Yep, that's fun. Was that Michaela? I'm trying to remember, uh, it might have been her. Might I can imagine else. it being funny though, because uh, yeah. with her, you know, it's such a fast-paced game, and she's sort of like, and there goes <laughs> this, yeah, <laughs> and then they're over here doing that, and you're sort of like, uh-huh. uh, five oh, things have happened in between. <gasps> I thought of yeah. another thing. Do the so now that you said that it kind of reminded me in this game everything's going so fast, like she would not have been able to keep track of what the Slytherins are doing because they're so fast. Did the Slytherins keep their brooms for like the rest of their you know like did they keep the Nimbus two thousand ones as the Slytherin team's brooms? I wonder if they upgraded. Like, I don't know. I can't remember if they upgraded or something. You know because uh, Harry de- Harry definitely did. Nimbus two thousand two. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. I, I don't remember any other brooms being mentioned until the firebolt comes. No. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Same. That's like the they last seem, one. It's almost like the story drifts a little away oh. from. Right. Yeah. From well, some the firebolt that, comes in book three. So it's, is this the next book? True. It's yeah. the yeah. end of book three, but we see it in action in book four. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Real action. It's Gosh, I need to really spread ahead. In book in four, there's not. They don't have Quidditch in book four. No, really. but he No, but the. At the end, he does. Yeah, at the end, he does. Yeah, and the the task with the dragon. oh yeah yeah the that's, right. that's what I, I meant. Sorry, that. yeah. the task. Yeah, that's what, you're that's what I meant. That's the only yeah, it's true because Quidditch is canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then he, I mean, that was pretty impressive. He broke his arm, and he still went for the snitch with his mm-hmm. left arm. And I, I'm assuming he's a right-handed person, yeah. so that is a an insane skill because if you've ever played a sport where it's important you know like if you're playing basketball or volleyball you have a stronger hand and if you try to do the same thing with your left hand or your weaker hand <laughs> you it's really yeah. something you have to practice for a little bit so oh, yeah. pretty good move there his other arm was broken and like... <laughs> yeah i know he's like only holding on with his legs and if you've ever, um, have you ever sat on a horse? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And have you ever done like freehand and really you're just holding no, on? I mean, the horse we're is not obviously crazy. Okay. <laughs> I'm a horse is obviously more <laughs> substance than a small little broomstick, but still, it's it's not if it's like really going going really fast. Even like a bicycle, like if you try riding uh-huh. riding a bike without hands, like that's I mean, a good then, comparison. Then the wheel goes different directions, but right. <laughs> so Not if you ride fast enough. Yeah, true. Well, <laughs> there you go. Again. Uh, I just while we're okay, since uh-huh. we have our our, our Germans here, 
in Berlin, in the big city, mm-hmm. when I went there, everyone's on the bike, and Lottie is signaling left and right, hands off. I mean, she was, like, not even uh, using her hands, riding on the bike, and I'm like, <laughs> no way. And then she's, like, looking back, she's like, you have to signal. I'm like, if I take my hand off of these these handles, we're going down. So, <laughs> that was crazy. Um, for both of us. One hand You technically don't have to, but, yeah. No, bikes have, like, you know, special rules. Yeah. I was too. I was too tense. But it up can be to your benefit. Yeah. Yeah. No. I. I always had one hand um, mm. on the handle, so no. No worries. But you're technically. Like yeah. You technically not. You don't have to signal for the safety aspect. Mm-hmm. They say you don't have to if you can't just um, ride your bike one-handed. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, but it's it helps a lot if everyone knows mm-hmm. where you're going. So. Mm-hmm. I just. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to help everyone. You know. I know you are. Mm-hmm. That's why I let you take the lead all the time when we were on the bikes. <laughs> and I didn't know where I was going. So, you know. Mm, yeah. Okay. Big city. But, yeah, I don't know. The, yeah, the whole, yeah, that was uh, that was a really good when when uh, the, one of the funnier parts, and they do a good job in the film, um, and they do it here, was when Draco is, like, seeing Harry coming right at him. And all Harry's thinking is, like, just get to Draco, get there. And he does, and, and Arna said it earlier, he's like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thought yeah. He was going shows him. that Malfoy really is not a seeker yet. He, no. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't even connect it with the possibility that the snitch is like right by him. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Good point. It just thinks yes. Harry has gone crazy, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, he's definitely not a bad flyer. He can fly. Um, but same that I, you know, when you try to train new volleyball players to have that you know you're always looking for the ball where the ball is mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like yes you have to look out for your own teammates but it's always important have your you know face the ball you always need to know where it's at um same thing as a seeker you always have to like have that it, it's like a it becomes a second nature yeah habit. kind of like it, yeah it's like a habit you don't even think about it and you're right he doesn't mm-hmm. do that yet like Harry's probably constantly like, mm-hmm. I don't know, moving his head. Much more and, aware of what everything around him yeah, is. Yeah, if his surroundings, yeah. Uh, and I thought his how the way she described the how the bones vanished and then how the how that feels I thought was pretty interesting, accurate because you can't really know how that feels like, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But. Like I, I tried to close my eyes and and like follow the imagine it follow the her her description. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that, that, that sounds pretty close. Like how it it's, would be like. Yeah, I wonder how close you get to that when you have the whole your arm falls asleep while you're oh. sleeping and then you wake yes. up and your arm is completely yeah. numb and then you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it hurts. It hurts when the feeling comes back, right? It, yeah, it, yeah, it tingles like this, all over. It, it a very mild version very nice. of that, I'm sure, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. That might have uh, been her inspiration for describing that. Right, yeah. Yeah, that happens to me quite often, actually. And I just have to, like... I mean, I, like, full-on have to, like, pick my arm up yep. and yeah. like, get over here. Like, I just, <laughs> oh, yeah. Feeling up, oh. it's just, like, you know, flesh... It's gone. I mean, like, I I got up to move and it stayed. And I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) 
I haven't had it in a while, but I usually just drop it down the side of the bed and hope that that helps circulation or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. My brother used to be able to do this awesome trick where you like, you ha have your arm hanging down like this and he could just, you know, do this and it looked like it was just hanging. Okay. I don't know. And I, to me, it's always like, when you like hit I it try it that goes, yeah, I've right. seen people and I'm like, it. it doesn't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he looked like his arm does, didn't have any bones because it looked like it was just hanging. Yeah. They can get that like around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Um, I have something interesting to share about the juice, the not the poly juice, the scalagro or scalagro? How do you say it? Scalagro? Scalagro. So, some fun stuff on the wiki page here. Uh, first of all, the ingredients include, and they, they, the source for that is one of the Lego games. So Whoa. <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. But <laughs> one Chinese chomping cabbage, three puffer fish, five scarab beetles. Scarab? Scarab, yeah. Uh, one fanged geranium, one arm bone. Huh? And do you, hopefully you get that from, you know, people who have the already passed. Person. Yeah. Uh, and one red spider. Out. Lovely. Doesn't say a human arm bone. No, but it also says it arms. It doesn't specify mm, on that. Because but on, on animals, it would is, be an arm. It, like on the bottle, <laughs> is there a red spider on the bottle? I think. Let me Ooh, see. You know, might be. I wonder if that's why they said that, or they just came up with like. So it doesn't okay, just oh, like a yeah kangaroo would probably count for an arm. <laughs> Something that's my pedal. All right. True. Frogs have different arms and legs. Okay. T Rex. That's what the <laughs> person on allergies said. Right. It was able to mend broken bones, um, but also, you know, regrow entire bones. Mm -hmm. The guy who came up with the recipe, inventor. the inventor of the potion, thank you, Linfred of Stinchcomb is an ancestor of the Potter family. And he was known for having created many uh, medical potions, one of which would be used as the basis for Scalagro. His nickname was the Potterer because he was always in the garden and people, muggles came to him. He never told them those are magical potions, but he was super friendly. Everyone in the village loved him. And um, he would, you know, give them all these potions and remedies and everyone was happy you know <laughs> everyone would go to him awesome he can cure everything uh and they started hit, calling him the potterer and later that just became potter mm -hmm. so he's yeah. like the original potter in the potter wow. family mm -hmm. yeah that's cool so now is that from the lego game so that is from a writing by jk rowling the potter family at wizarding world Whoa. so Okay. This was interesting when she throws so, those out there and after the fact backstories. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Why would they have bone regrowing potion around? Are vanishing right. bones a common occurrence or a not uncommon occurrence at Hogwarts? But if it can also <laughs> mend broken bones, that right. That makes it a little. But she uh, made it better. sound like she didn't need it for mending broken bones. It's, it's like you just kind of yeah. Yeah. 
That is odd, yeah, because in the article it says it can it can do both. But yeah, it sounds like everyone could. I mean, that's what Lockhart basically attempted to do. Is probably, I mean, it hurts when you regrow a bone. It probably also hurts when you drink that stuff to mend a bone. Just so maybe the, the charm is a nicer version if you can get it done, right? Yeah. But if you have too many broken bones, maybe you need some need to dish out the potion to some people. Maybe you can just like set it by magic and then drink a little bit of potion that, to heal it. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. What if the vanishing charm that Lockhart accidentally used is taught like in an advanced terms po- uh, class and they make sure if anyone accidentally <laughs> vanishes a finger vanishes or, or you know yeah. makes True. other bones disappear, they just have it there. Yeah. <laughs> what else do you have to have there if anything could happen, you know, mm-hmm. if you know how to make something disappear? Yeah. So yeah. good question. Um, two more things. I'm so sorry. I know it's getting long, but two more things I wanted to share from this article because I thought they just were really fitting. Um, I forgot that Grip Hook was administered Scaly Grow by Fleur after escaping from Malfoy Manor in 1998 at her home shell cottage. Whoa. So I forgot. I didn't. Anytime I didn't you can get those shell cottage that. references in right. there, you got to. <laughs> and then get this. This is actually, let me check. This is from Pottermore. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is from Pottermore. Wales versus Germany. That was in Mm. May 22, 2014, during the final match of the first round of the 427th Quidditch World Cup between Wales and Germany. The quick administration of Skelligro saved German seeker. Torsten Pfeffer's life after he <laughs> failed an attempt at the life-threatening Ronsky feint. Pfeffer collided with the ground at what onlookers estimated to be 60 miles per hour. Ouch. Broke most of his bones and due to head injury, his memory was flawed and he was left believing himself to be a what is this word? Bajiri, Bajirigar? Baj- like Baj- a parrot. Oh, okay. Oh. Budgie. Oh, like a budgie. A, yeah, Venza dish. There yeah. we go. <laughs> Called Klaus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just thought, what a random fun story that I found when I, you know, researched Scalic Row. Yeah. So. Learned huh. something Wild. new. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Um, how are we doing? I'm I'm a little sweaty. <laughs> Over here. Are you sweating? It's getting wow. warm. It's getting it's warm, warm up here. Too. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> yeah. upstairs and it gets it gets a little uh it gets we're up here with the with the ghoul. We're up here. Oh uh, yeah. Brule is over there in the bed and he's <laughs> he's uh breathing a bunch of hot air he's... and it gets hot up here, but what I was gonna what? say something, but it's is it inappropriate? <laughs> yes. How dare you? Because <laughs> I looked over on the bed and there was a lightsaber and I was like, Oh, he's probably playing with the lightsaber. <laughs> I was then trying to stop myself, but then you pointed out that I was going to say something. So here Sorry. we go. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> All right. No secrets. <laughs> uh, Dobby. Yeah, you know, Dobby needs to <laughs> figure out what's up because he is just causing so much trouble. Bless him. You know, love Dobby. Love him later in this book. My gosh, he's, in, you know. He's mm-hmm. just uh, also how does he? I mean, he's got to be getting in some some trouble 
you know? Oh, yeah. Sneaking for, out of, yeah. Like, leaving and doing something. He's, but I don't know if they can tell, because can they Steve tell? Can yeah. just, just uh, you know, apparate and disapparate. I guess no I guess he's so beneath them that they're sort of like, they yeah. maybe don't pay much attention to what he's yeah. doing. And he knows you know that, how they so. never know where Creature's at? Because Sirius doesn't care. Yeah. So. Huh. But I guess they would be mad if, if they would call him when he's with Harry and he wouldn't oh. hear it. I wonder if they have some kind of magic that he could hear. Because Creature shows up when Harry... Doesn't he... Isn't there something weird when Creature... I feel like there is some kind of connection, definitely, that they can... Well, he wasn't able to, right? And then he... I don't know. I haven't read that book in a long time. (laughs) I was just going to make something up, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um... That, yeah. So we agree that he Dobby's a rascal. He can get you know out real fast, get back in real fast and they yeah. don't really see it or notice it. Yeah. And they I I think even like him ironing his hands every normal person would be like, "Dobby, what happened?" But they're like, "Oh, he just punished yeah, himself again. again." He screwed up again. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. yeah. Like the whole uh barrier incident was like wasn't it September mm. 1st or something? Yeah. We're mid-October now. His hand is still bandaged. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I mean, I guess he can't use magic to heal himself and burns might take a while to heal, but... Yeah. Or he did something, else. I don't know. <laughs> or he did it again. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe for the bludger. Yeah. He's popping That's the blisters true. to keep punishing himself. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, boy. Your yeah. sister would be on board. Yeah, my sister's a nurse and she loves that kind of stuff. She'd be like, ooh, yeah. And, and Lottie's like, I'm cringing. Lottie's like, uh. You want to tell the story with the. Oh, you go ahead, Anna. I don't remember if uh, that came up yet, but I'm just getting a vision of a gym. Carry the mask scene head in the fridge, close the fridge on his head as punishment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was this so many... fridge, but <laughs> he looks at me and he knows right away. I'm like, look at that. Yeah, Lauren's like, I have no idea. There's so many things I need to show you still. This is my job. I feel like I'm failing. Arna, that's a great one. I need to uh there's so much you have to see. I'm not even sure I ever watched the whole movie, but I am very sure that as like um Yeah, year old or something, I saw that particular scene and I was scarred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I then yeah. was imagining sticking my own head in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. And accidentally clo- <laughs> somebody closing a door on it. <laughs> it's like, Ugh. well, it, those like there's some things too that you see that you don't see the whole film or whatever, but it's just in pop culture and you see these memes, or you mm-hmm. see these funny clips, and you're all the time like, uh, you know, yeah, because yeah. I that's how my mother knew about that movie, and yeah, we definitely weren't allowed to watch that for quite some time. All these things <laughs> I watch, I snuck in when I was a teenager, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm watching that. <laughs> but yeah, rebel. Yeah, add it to my true rebel. To my yeah, yeah, yeah. To my list. I have a more burning question about Dobby and house elves. If they, you know, imagine having your house elf do your laundry, and it might be a little complicated because you really have to watch out every time you don't hand hand them a sock or a your pants or. Anything. It must be like you put them in the laundry chute or whatever the wizarding equivalent of that is. Yeah. And they pick it up from there, mm. not directly from you or something like yeah. that. Yeah. True. You can or never hand them anything. Put it in the basket. They take the basket. The, the whole thing is a very um, 
fine line around in mm-hmm. what is probably I think Dobby I don't know does he say as gifting or as giving oh giving I think giving. because yeah. he didn't really gift him the book the, where or the, the sock either sock yeah was in right. there he so just he was, threw it away mm. but I think they have yeah. they explained that house elves when they meet creature um they explained that house elves always have they have to obey but they always have room for interpretation mm. so i guess the same thing is if you're like winky you would mm. never interpret that you know your master just gave you a sock you would interpret it as oh you actually there was actually a sock in there mm. and oh i happened to see it i removed it for you <laughs> but i think he had the option to interpret that and that's where you got to be careful if your house elf doesn't like you and wants to get out don't ever give him the option to mm-hmm. you know the Malfoys probably have more than one house elf so maybe they just mm, don't probably. put Dobby on laundry duty <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> there yeah. we go yeah that, could... that works Hello, they probably do I've never thought about that but or do they even can they just wave their wand at their clothes and they can but they is it beneath my favorite uh, ones. a pure blood yeah. wizard Maybe. Which? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, they're, they're I sort of like royalty anyway. Mm-hmm. As as I'm just one thing I wanted to kind of click on here. You know, you're talking about Dobby going in and out of Hogwarts, and how you can or cannot apparate in or out. Like, I guess what house elves do is I, you guys probably know more yeah. more than I do, but like they're not technically bound by that whole thing, right? Like they right. can. Also, magic what, is different. I think it's different. Yeah. Well, That's why they. That, yeah. For another, Hogwarts has house elves that apparate food around, make food magically yeah. appear and disappear, even it's if they. And that seems like. So that they would would be like have to be except from that. Yeah, it seems like yeah. it's different though. Like operating, like it makes sense to me that they can operate within the ground. Like if they're already in Hogwarts, like two different spot within Hogwarts, but mm-hmm. coming and going seems like a different thing. But maybe right. it's not. But it seems like it should be. <laughs> if it is a different thing, you just have to hop right outside the border, walk across it, and then you're in. You can <laughs> yeah. Teleport again. It's just kind of a crazy thing. I mean, you think about how that protection is there. And if the Malfoys wanted to later with like Draco and stuff, if they wanted to invade Hogwarts, it's like you could use one of your house elves to apparate in there. <laughs> yeah, but that's their yeah. thing. They're so above them. They would never think that. I think yeah. they even said that when Dobby yeah. was able to apparate in and out of Malfoy Manor. They said they never thought about that because they never thought about, you right. know, house elves in the per- first place. And they mm-hmm. don't think they're able to do all that stuff. Right, right. That's a good point. So. Yeah, I'm just thinking because, like, yeah, they could have used creature in different ways. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. it's crazy that he can just... Because in this, it says there's a loud crack. And then, boom, he's gone. Yeah. As, right before Dumbledore walks in. Because I'm thinking, does Dumbledore know he's got, like, a security breach? And then I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, their house elves can just kind of do yeah. this. Uh, does Dumbledore... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say it's weird that that the house elf di- magic is different enough that they're that they can operate in and out of Hogwarts like it's no big deal. But on the other hand, like when Dobby does the the magic in the Dursley's house, the ministry could not tell the difference that that was a house elf. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. That's True. interesting. <laughs> Hover yeah. charm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Maybe they yeah, maybe they just hmm. had he done something like maybe they could have spotted it if it was like apparating to Hogwarts, that would have been different. But just hover hover charm is the same. Or whatever they're detectable. Yeah. yeah, and they also didn't recognize like didn't detect as apparating into the Dursley's house and out again. 
They only detected oh, the hover charm, so maybe Dobby true. intentionally mm -hmm. performed the hover charm and not maybe, elf magic. And maybe operating isn't magic. Maybe that's some kind of power that house elves have that isn't mm -hmm. on the same kind of spectrum. Yeah. Maybe it's a different force. Right. I don't know how wizard physics yeah. works again, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, back to I feel we're free talking about that physics thing again. And Art I was talking about earlier that I mean, nowadays you can make a lot of things happen that Back in the day when this book series was written, or at least the first two books, you know, you weren't able to hover anything really, or it was not very well known yet, and people were probably already working on it, but it was nothing you could do with, like, it's it's still not that every household has, like, a hoverboard or anything, but the technology exists, and a lot of things we can do is almost like, you know, Mr. Weasley is so fascinated with the Muggles yeah, that they find all these point. different tools. They don't really need magic, right? Mm -hmm. And we do more and more things that kind of help us fly or help us um, come up with, I don't know, AI helps us with a lot of things nowadays. And there's also just found a wormhole. Maybe they're just, yeah, they're just oh. zipping in and out of dimensions and, and not doing magic yep. at all. So, wow. Can, yeah. <laughs> Two, two things real quick. I'm just, I'm over here. Like, this is all getting my mind thinking about stuff. <laughs> Number one, I would love to see a house elf, just like its own story where all the house yes. elves are kind of like doing their own thing. And they're talking in the, it's, it's all from their perspective too. And the wizards are just above, they don't pay any attention to them. And it's all their, their life, their society and their culture would be funny. Um, but I just realized that when they do the apparition test, they lift the apparition jinx. The anti-apparition jinx. That's what the. That's what it's. Oh, within the Hogwarts within the ground. Great Hall, they oh, yeah. lift it so they can do that. So some people are speculating online. That's all Dumbledore had. You know, in the movies, he's able to do it. Right, he's able to apparate in and out. Yeah. So kids can't apparate in the Great Hall. Uh, they're saying the headmaster technically has that maybe ability to lift it, although that's not exactly what's said. You mm -hmm. know, in the books he said mm -hmm. there's no way he can't do it. That's why he doesn't. Yeah, when he goes for the um, the locket, he's it, it doesn't work. Okay. Anyways, I'm just thinking. I just like think it's interesting. Walk over first and then apparate over and apparate back. Yeah, and the grounds. And then... Yeah, I guess if you lift it and you apparate away, and no one's there to like put it back on, you risk right. Hogwarts mm -hmm. being exposed. Yeah. You know, so. But interesting that it's just interesting. You have yeah. it automatically turned back on. Once yeah, where's the switch? <laughs> Flitwick's over there, just like you know. <laughs> Shut her back, put her back on. Oh, they, they have like an old school, like, you know, like a horse or, or um, a donkey. And then they go around and they turn this big wooden wheel. Yeah. And it then just drops. It clicks and, and. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. And Mr. Weasley yeah. comes around and invents the spring loaded. Uh, yes. Which you just push it down and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a few seconds yeah. later, it flicks back up and then. Right. Yeah, more uh, more credits to Mr. Weasley. Modern awesome. technology. Anytime we get more of him, I'm happy. He cracks yeah. me up. <laughs> I want to be more like him. Um, my last point really is just uh, Dumbledore. <laughs> did Dumbledore just, you know, let everything happen after the chamber had been opened even though he knew, I mean, he clearly says it's not even a question who it is to him. It's just mm -hmm. how. 
And that raises a lot of questions. Like, if you know who's behind it, how can you just still sit there and let everything just happen? Uh, and if you know it's Tom Riddle, and last year you literally had Lord Voldemort in your castle for a whole year, basically. Are you not afraid that he's just back again? I didn't take it as Dumbledore was was saying it doesn't matter or that he that he already knew who I kind of took it like he was saying well it doesn't really matter who it matters how they did it like if we okay. know how they did it then like that's the important part yeah and, like if they knew how they did it then they could figure out who it was I don't know that's kind of yeah. how I read that not not that he was okay. saying it doesn't matter who it was but that he, or not that he was saying he knew who it was but yeah he was saying that's kind of not what's important right now okay I like that. That that's that's why we are discussing it because, yeah, it could have been like that. Yeah, you... it's more. It's more just like it. Regardless, it's open, and we got to figure out a way to like mm-hmm. how right. that happened, who's behind it, what triggered it, because it wasn't open last year, and it hasn't been open in however many years. And this is this is sort of like it's like everyone's yeah. kind of everyone's kind of compulsion is okay. There's a problem. Who do we blame? Whose fault? Whose fault is it? And he's kind right. of saying. Well, does it matter whose fault it is? We gotta fix it. Like we have to figure right. out how they did it and how we can stop them from doing it again before we yeah. blame people. Like just a different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that he already thought Tom was suspicious, and it says the air of Slytherin and all these different clues. I guess he did have. He may have thought because what it said, like um, McGonagall is like she's. He said. Um, uh, right here, it's all melted. What does this mean, Albus? And he's like, it means the Chamber of Secrets is indeed open again. Pomfrey's like freaking out. Uh, McGonagall stares at Dumbledore. He's like, and she says, but Albus, surely, dot, 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 who? And he said, the question is not who. The question is how. You know, it's so, almost like the question who is, to I, me, that read like, like he already knows yeah. probably who I mean like I mean you could read it either way, which yeah. is sort of like mm, yeah. He, yeah. he has a strong suspicion as to who's ultimately, ultimately behind it. Um, maybe. But that would be wrong. I mean, like, you know, it's like you just have the who is more of a his followers. Some people it's right. It's a this group. It's not even like necessarily mm. him. It doesn't have to mm. be any one person. Um, but it's just the how did they do it? And we need mm. to shut this bad boy down because there's a giant basilisk running around killing people, yeah. trying to, anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, Dumbledore, get your school in order. <laughs> it's just crazy. There's a huge snake running through the pipes, all right? D- he does seem to have some kind of notion, because I think in the text, or I have my book here, but since you already have it open, it says, oh, good that Professor Dumbledore was you know craving a hot chocolate or something and that's how they found Colin Mm. and it was a little confusing to me because it it sounded like McGonagall found Colin but then later she says oh thank goodness Albus you were down on your way to get a hot chocolate or something like that Mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna yeah but yeah Wondering, I never, I didn't remember reading that part. Right here. And, so, no. um, it was Colin Creevy. His eyes were wide and his hands were stuck up in front of him, holding his camera, petrified, whisper, whispered Madame Pomfrey. Yes, said Professor McGonagall. But I shudder to think if Albus hadn't been on the way downstairs for hot chocolate, 
who knows what might have. And then she stops. Uh, the three of them stared down at Colin. Then Dumbledore, and so she's sort of implying, had Dumbledore not been on his way down there, this could have been worse than, a, than him being petrified. Um, oh, okay. But really, it's Hermione later who figures out that actually what's happening is mm-hmm. reflection. Right. So I think McGonagall's sort of wrong there in thinking that Dumbledore had something to do with it being a, a him being petrified versus him being killed. Okay. You know, because. Oh, okay. Yeah. Once they're petrified, can they still be killed by the basilisk or are they kind of immune mm. to it because they can't look at him anymore? Yeah, I think they're immune to it then. That end, yes. However, the basilisk surely must eat. Yeah. Oh, petrified yeah. things? I would almost think not. Hmm. Yes. He would probably have eaten Mrs. Norris if he could have. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like cat. He's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows yeah. basilisks are allergic to cats. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you did the uh, zoology on the basilisk before. I don't remember what it said about if there is anything mm. about it. What it eats. Hey, I have a list. So if it's on the list. <laughs> yeah, we, we did. It was afraid of like. Yeah, it was number roosters three, is, so that's uh that's afraid of roosters, but yeah, what Yes, that's I I was trying to remember that when you said they're afraid of cats, my brain was like no, they were no, afraid of something. The cry of a rooster. Mm-hmm. And there's something um even in the book that yeah. all the roosters were oh, something happened. Yeah, like yeah, some, some historical record of a basilisk and it was a village where all the roosters were, were killed or something. Did it come to light basilisk? I don't know. Because he lives in the in the chamber where it's dark. But I, I was just thinking I about think the rooster thing. I think that's only a practical thing, thing of the, the yeah. chamber being secret and hidden away. just thinking about the rooster thing. If they were afraid of roosters because it means the sun's about to come up or something. <laughs> I don't know. Overthinking. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if they're afraid of roosters because they are... D- technically, they're a chicken egg, right? That's... Let's see. Uh... That a chicken egg Red hatched animal. beneath a toad. Frog. So maybe they're afraid of their dads. I don't know. It seems like it's really easy so to make a basilisk. So you take a little chicken yeah. egg and you take a little toad and you put them together and you get a... Right? It's way too easy. There. Somebody have tried this. I mean, what if Neville was just accidentally putting a chicken egg underneath his toad? How many, and... how many kids do you think have tried that after reading the book? Oh. <laughs> Oh, probably, uh, if, <laughs> probably you know, do. especially like farmers' kids that have yeah. chicken. Like parents yeah. have chicken. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna grow a huge, big monster that's gonna petrify people. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> Good job. Uh, anything else you guys want to share? Any thoughts about this mm-hmm. chapter? Anything else? Anything you want to? Plug here. Any friends you want to say hi to? <laughs> I don't think any of our friends listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Now they have to. Yeah. I was jokingly, jokingly to myself. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm getting tired. Um, <laughs> no, I was thinking earlier. Um, like so is there anybody that we still haven't told that are having a baby yet we can direct them to this podcast oh yeah <laughs> that would be a surprise yeah. so you guys are okay if we include yeah it's fine. parts like that okay that's fine oh. so you you told uh, most of your 
family and friends already. Yeah, yeah. Direct family, no parents, grandparents, etc. Wow. Yeah, so awesome. Like I know. Internet That's announcement cool. yet, but we probably will soon. This is so cool. I know, right? <laughs> Made my night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, I mean, this was so much fun, and I think we're going to do a two-parter out of this. That'd be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be long. I have like another two hours thought. If we yes, absolutely. Thought? Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, so that came out of... Um, the very beginning of the chapter in Lockhart. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I need to find it again. So the one thought that I had was like um, the whole the the homorphous charm. If that is actually real, it would be very convenient for Lupin. I know. I, don't think I it think is. It, oh, I I have read about it, and I was trying to remember, and I didn't look it up. Um, but I am pretty sure there was something. Fist yeah, temporarily yes. change. Yeah, there is something like that, right? Could, yeah, to change or transform Werewolf back into their human form. Uh, yeah, whether it's real or not, though, or if it's supposedly, supposedly. Yeah, they say it's used to temporarily change them back into their human form temporarily, hmm. so you can break them out while yeah. they're in their wolf yeah. phase, but you can't actually heal a wolf. Mm-hmm. From yeah. There. I guess so, yep. And I, I wonder, though. Yeah. Because he says he did it perfectly. And it sounds like the village was then, like, saved. Mm. You know, when he well, tells that story. And, and and Lockhart describes the spell as being immensely complex and performed mm-hmm. by placing the tip of one's wand to the throat of whoever the caster wanted to uh, return to human form. So he had to be, like, right up there on them, you know, and everything. And yeah. Now, and actually, he's probably telling the truth on a lot of those things is just he had nothing to do with it himself. Right. Uh, yeah. So he so. might be taking a little creative license there with the whole, so the charm can turn a werewolf temporarily back into a person. And he's just like expand, expanding on that. And like, yeah, we can heal it for the story. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that, right. I found my thought again from earlier. Um, that whole, we have this wizard who is, writing stories like uh, he's a hero of so many tales it's must be really hard in a wizarding community to tell the fictional magic apart from real magic especially if the the author describes the spells as incredibly complicated or something and doesn't actually go into detail so yeah true that's why so many people believe that he's uh the skilled wizard Right. He has yeah. the confidence to carry it, and the spells could be real. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. I don't know good every point. spell. Why shouldn't it right. be a real spell? Yeah. And, yeah, good and point. You have to have advancement. Like a lot of them are. Well, I think it was last chapter, two chapters ago. We're looking at like these some witches and wizards, or whether the squibs or not squibs. You know, who are trying to get extra. They were they were not good at certain charms, yeah. so they. Things that should be super easy are not easy for them, and so you're like, "Well, there has to be some varying levels." So if this is a super complex thing that only the most advanced can do, by golly, we believe you. And it sounds like there's a story to go Mm -hmm. along with that, and I can't do it. So, like the broad middle class believes Mm -hmm. him, but probably the ones that have done it before, they totally can tell. Or, I mean, the person they he obliviated, they actually did it and he's really good at 
telling details of the story that he embellished us on, but still, I mean, somebody has done it, so I guess he can, he can, he might not be able to completely um, describe the details of the spell. But he like wouldn't you said, have to because yeah. nobody else could do it no. like that. Right. And the one yeah. person who could doesn't remember anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, our whole problem with that was does it is it only that you know that part of their life they don't remember anymore and we hope it is because otherwise it it. would be so cruel yeah if he just erased everything like that would be awful if lockhart erased the entire memory we hope it was just the part you know of their the the part that he wanted to use for his Mm -hmm. book well we see how strong his charm was when it backfires on him it pretty much wiped like everything didn't it so that's the term that he would normally use on someone else yes but But. (laughs) he was using ron's very broken wand so he was would not have been able to do like finely grained memory yeah control control yeah how how much or how little he yeah i I guess that's okay yeah Yeah. because i just want to hope i want to hope that he just took away their past like year like where that guy with the the year of the yeti right whatever yeah. story that was it's like okay well it's one year maybe he just erased one year from somebody and not all of their entire that one year is terrible but yeah. i mean like you well, know yeah you were stranded depends, a year depends in, on the uh, year my, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> i mean you know maybe lockhart's doing him a favor like look this year with the yeti was tough yeah. let me just take that from you you don't need to burden yeah. yourself Most with that this would yeah. be okay going from 2019 to 2021 <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah true true well yeah um that's probably our longest episode so I, oh, I think we just do cool. two, a two-parter yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it deserves a two-parter. <laughs> yeah, record. There you yes. go. I mean, that was so cool and awesome. Yeah. And I love, you have so many interesting thoughts. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think like, oh, we we, we don't have the, all these uh, amazing scientific discussions all the time. We're pulling <laughs> right. something from book seven. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's so why that's we, we got to bring people on. You know, we got to spice this up over here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. That was yeah. super fun. Fun way to spend a Friday night. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep. I mean, a 21 uh, year old might disagree, but uh, yeah, they're probably fun. not listening. Uh, so. I wouldn't have when I was 21. Yeah. When I was 21, I was probably, there you go. Me too. probably sitting in my dorm room talking to you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, wasn't wasn't gonna be partying. It was, I would have uh, yeah. gone to the board game club at mm. my college. <laughs> That's fun. Come on. Right? No, I, I was like <laughs> going out somewhere. Nope, I'm I'm gonna play board games because they're. Yeah. It's so funny. This is why I'm not worried about any of my colleagues who actually do go out and have fun and are super cool finding out about my super nerdy stuff that I do. Because I'm like, it's they would be so sort of like you what. You play board games. You 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 guys do what? And I'm like, yeah, I know. Go 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 do your thing. Go have your parties and your your fun stuff. I'm gonna go get my Harry Potter wand out and my lightsaber, and you know, hang out and pretend like I'm a Jedi master who also can cast spells. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nope. So anyway, levitation charm. Yeah. 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 Going around, Wingardium oh. Leviosa. 
Oh my yeah. force. <laughs> yeah. Force force. Force. Force yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Force Yeah. Hey, I didn't lose my voice. I'm happy about that. Me too. I, I, I saved it. So sorry if I was uh letting Lottie do all the talking there. I was making oh, up no. spells the other night. <laughs> okay. Let, let us hear something. No, I don't even remember how we got to that. I don't remember now, but yeah, I, I was mad about not mad, but I was like ranting about something that happened. Like, why couldn't he just put? Why couldn't he just point his wand at the, it and go like Curcio Reversio? The bludger removed the facing <laughs> curse from it. Curcio Reversio. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> it sounds like one of those spells that uh, Fred and George would give Ron. <laughs> mm, yeah, you know, like the turn scabbers. But you would think there is some kid-friendly little spells, but. It's always a little confusing. They're not really allowed to do magic, but then kids sometimes accidentally do magic, even without yeah. a wand. Yeah. I think that might be like once you're a registered student of magic. Maybe. Probably. Then you're not yeah. allowed to do magic outside of school. Yeah, bef Otherwise yeah before that, you don't really have a wand. Yeah. Because yeah. even then, like in, in, in the first book, when, um, when Hermione was like, well, I tried a few spells and they all worked for me. And they're like, so then why didn't you get arrested? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. not in school yet. Good, <laughs> good point. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Counterpoint. Unless she tried her, unless the first charm or spell she tried was to conceal that she's doing magic. <laughs> that is, that, yeah, that's what I just thought. How does the ministry know when people do magic? Are, is every wand um, enchanted with a uh, tracker that that's a location thing? But then that doesn't explain Dobby. Is there, yeah, is there just a blanket spell across uh, the whole country? I think, I think it's a location. Yeah, it's like something lights up on their map when they sense magical activity mm -hmm. or something like that. That's how I picture yeah. it, at least. And, mm -hmm. and there weren't supposed with, there weren't supposed uh, to be any wizards in Harry's neighborhood. So the fact yeah. that they saw some magic and they knew that he lived there. True. Yeah. But that would mean that they would have to like constantly check the map because there's constantly magic going on somewhere. Well they have a <laughs> yeah. they have a magical monitoring charm on it or something. <laughs> and it's in the region yeah. where there is no adult wizard. Maybe. I bet that ha happens more often than we think. Oh, yeah. That accidentally, you know, during the summer break, someone's like doesn't the like their life. brother right now, and they're just like, mm -hmm. oh. Mm -hmm. A day yeah. in the life of a magical law enforcement wizard on that shop. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I'd be down. Ugh. I'd be down. <laughs> More ideas. Not again, not another. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the paperwork? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes they're just like, uh, hey, Ernie, did you see that? Nah. Nah. Me neither. <laughs> Good. As long as they don't have a scroll that with a magic uh, quill that just notes down every occurrence in the line. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're just keep, we just keep painting the picture here yeah. of the magical world. Mm. I love it. Yeah. That's All right, but my my ears hurting because these yeah. I don't know. I tried to avoid them, but I couldn't find my other mm. headphones. Little, so little bit. these are a little tight. My, yeah. my head is so big. <laughs> but um thank you guys though. Thank you and guys so much. Congrats. I'm literally so stoked. Yes. I'm gonna be thinking about that for a while. I'm just like, this is awesome. <laughs> it's another thank you. addition to the family. That's cool. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh so exciting. 
<laughs> well, um, hey, maybe when we do the uh, we because we do the Star Wars stuff, you know, which will be like Mandalorian, Ahsoka, probably like in the spring sometime. We're not doing any collaborations on that for a while, but if you guys want to come back on for that or something, then we could maybe do something down the line, you know, mm-hmm. just for just for fun. I mean, you know, I'm always trying yeah. to get I'm always trying to sneak people in on Star Wars, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, you should. I Mandal- Mandalorian. I'm a little less. I, I would be the the newbie on that one. Oh, I'm. No, yeah, I don't, I mean, I've movies. seen a lot of the movies. I'm just yeah. not like super yeah, avid. Like, but I'm open. I, I'm open to I, open to try it. I, I more just need people to um, indulge me and just let me <laughs> just uh, talk and say, "Hey, what did you think?" And then, yeah. Um, after you've squeezed in a few thoughts, I just want to kind of share mine too. Because you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. our roles are completely reversed. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. fun. It's just yeah. <laughs> But yeah. even though I know you know more about Harry Potter than I know about Star Wars. No, no, no. I've lo- like, yeah, it's, I have to get back. I'm, I'm actually motivated now to like go back through and reread a lot of this for Harry Potter because it's been mm-hmm. so many years since I've really done a thorough reread. Actually, me too. So. Like the, like you said earlier, Christine, this book number six and seven. I don't even know if I read seven more than once. I remember reading like parts of it to remember stuff but never like a full second mm-hmm. read through so yeah it's interesting it's mm. six was super interesting because there was a ton of yes. it that i did not remember yeah. getting i'm mm. just starting seven now and it's the same thing how did this yeah i know i mean like i know the key points i know how it ended but i don't really know the yep. lead up to it which is right sometimes the more interesting part anyway yes and i remember i loved the book when it came out and i was so skeptical because i thought it's not going to be in hogwarts it's not going to be good there's just no Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. and then it came out and i just could not stop i probably finished it in like three days and (laughs) that was that was it yep yeah Uh, all right guys all right right. you You guys (laughs) you be good um and then you know keep us posted yeah. And uh, this will be coming out probably mm-hmm. next week or something, right? Yeah, we have. So we two just weeks. posted the episode. Then we're probably going to record Sunday, probably in two yeah, weeks. Because, so, so, yeah, you just yeah. posted eight, chapter eight. And chapter then nine. what'll be next week? We're right. two weeks from now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we <laughs> might do two parts. Yeah. But we might release them pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. So not yeah, like yeah. week not like two, two and three, but yeah. no. Yeah, it'd yeah. be like be like a couple of days. Like release part one, then part two a couple of days later. You know, yeah. two days mm-hmm. later. Yeah. So, so yeah, definitely. Okay. Look out for that. All right. Well, um, you guys have a good night and, uh, you know, hit us up and we'll, we'll talk in the future. You too. Sounds good. So, all right. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats, guys. Super nice talking, uh, to Arna and Christine. Wonderful, wonderful human beings and super excited for them. Congratulations again. Yeah. Uh, 100%. That's so cool. That was such a surprise. We had no idea. Yeah. No clue. Like jaw dropping. I was like, what's going on? So that's always cool when you hear that. It makes you feel good. But uh, all right, friends. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in to Shell Cottage Radio 94.7 COZY. We hope you'll join us in the future. We thoroughly enjoy meeting those new positive powder people that don't behave like babbling, bumbling bands of baboons. Baboons. If you don't want to miss out on the next episode, then be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review to enter the giveaway. Right. Follow over on social media at Fleur. And Bill. And if you really, truly enjoy our content, consider supporting our growing wizarding family on Patreon or Apple Premium. You will find all the links down below. Thank you so much to all our current patrons. We appreciate you to the moon and back. And, you know, that's not even enough. Love you guys. Next week, we will talk about Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Chapter 11, The Dueling Club. 
Make sure to tune back in next time. And until then, have a great rest of your week. Again, thanks for joining us in our Shell Cottage today. We know it's not much, but it's home. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.